All right. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong. As you already know, this is a radio show where we discuss communication, communication and more communication. So today's topic is going to be titled How to Ask for Help. Just that simple, man. How to ask for help. So grab a Snickers bar, maybe grab a plum. No, I care about you. Know that you mean a great, great, great deal to me. I appreciate you tuning in. Let's get started. All right, so going to spend time talking about how to ask for help. Yes, yes, I know that sounds very simple, sounds very basic, sounds very, uh, what's the word, uh, elementary, but it's not an easy thing, okay? So given that we're all coming from different backgrounds, I'm sure you are too, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're listening, wherever you're driving, uh, it's not an easy thing, especially like it's, it's just something that, that we're not taught as young adults, as teenagers, as adolescents, even watching your parents not do it, you know, uh, and oftentimes you come from a situation, your family house, household, single parent, or even if you're raised by your grandparents, you know, you, you got to be giving, you got to be giving, serving, but um, there, there should be a balance, right? Because like, I, you know, if, if, if we are created for dependency, then there should be a two-way door that swings both ways, right? And now I don't mean oftentimes being in a major, major, major big family, but um, if you're the only person or in a situation where you're where where you're doing all the giving, um, there's gonna develop some resentment, some bitterness over time because you feel like, okay, man, you know, I, I don't know how to ask for help. I don't know how to communicate. Hey. You know, uh, like, like, will you come and spend time with me or will you come and look out for me? I've heard this probably over a million times. Hey, you know what? Gosh, I just don't want to be a burden to anyone else. Um, I, I just don't want to be a burden to anyone. I don't want to be an inconvenience. I, I don't want to trouble anyone. I, I hear that all the time and include myself. But along the way, speaking for myself, I'm not I'm not, I'm not speaking for you speaking for myself. I've, I've had probably four four uh, instances at, at Two best friends in college pretty much cussed me out and told me, hey, you know what, um, you, 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 you got to learn how to receive. You got to learn how to ask for help. Uh, I had one friend sit me down and call me a, 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 an, an a-hole because uh, I just didn't know how to go about asking for help and getting help. And I had a, a close friend of mine, like my sister-in-law, telling me, hey, you know, like, whenever you don't allow a person to come along and help you and to 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 uh to in a sense support you you're 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 cutting off their ability to give to bless you and 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 you're shutting down right um once again you're you're shutting that door so so what do we do right when we isolate we isolate we isolate and we and we isolate ourselves and and now you got covid right (laughs) now you got covid going on so now you got these restrictions now you got these these rules now you got these um you know these these just like I said, these boundaries, and you know, then you got people dying, then you got job loss, job change, people resigning from their jobs, all that stuff. Okay, so I'm definitely going to spend time breaking down the what, the when, the how, and the where because you're like, okay, well, re- receiving help, how does that look? Uh, I, I don't want to look weak, okay, so that, that that's that's how do I look, or how, how may I uh, come across, right? Uh, and so like I said, I'm going to begin with that. Like, like how will I look? Now, number two is, is who do I ask? Like, like, 
who who in my life, who in my circles, who at my job, who at my, if you attend church, I don't know if you do or don't, if you attend church or if you attend a small group, if you if 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 you play on online gaming communities or your Facebook group, like who in my group do I ask for help? Now, also when, like when do I ask for help? Like do I wait until I'm in pain? Do I wait until you know my medication has ran out? Do I wait until you know uh, I get fired from my job? Do I wait until when? You see what I'm saying? Like, like when is the right time to ask someone for help? Because, like I said, everyone's busy, everyone's got bills to pay, everyone's working, everyone's go 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 go. So, like, it's like crap, man. Like, when do I ask for help? Now, lastly, is where? Now, like, wh- where do I go for help? Now, that's that's given. I'm not sure where you are. I do not know where you are, so I cannot assume where you are. But I've talked to therapists. I've talked to teachers this past year. Uh, I talk to people who are uh, in, in, the, in the political arena and like the where's is tricky because even teachers are struggling. Even therapists are struggling. Right. Because, like I said, we're all uh, trying to to give and to, and to to give. But it's like, hey, you know, there comes a time where I got to I got to acknowledge my limitations. OK, I acknowledge my limitations. I, I set uh, my expectations to be realistic, right? So th- those are two things. I acknowledge my I acknowledge my uh, my limitations, and I I recognize okay, you know what? My expectations have to be lower. They have to be lower. I have to lower my I have to lower my expectations so I, I can figure out where to begin to ask for help, right? And and learn how to ask for and how to, how to ask for help and how to receive help. So like I said, we're going to spend time, I'm going to spend a lot of time breaking this down and breaking this down on the on the who, on the when, on the what, and the where. Because like I said, I think a lot of us struggle with how will this look, right? So I think I'm going to begin with that first. How will it look for you? It will not look the same for you the way it will look for me. Like Like for me, I exercise and I journal. Those are my two biggest things. I exercise every day. I journal every day. Like it's, it's, I've done it since I was probably a four, six-year-old kid. So it's just a default for me. Most of us don't don't sit still to journal. Uh, journaling is very boring because there's no there's no like immediate like like uh, reward or response or or anything. It's just you're journaling, right? And then exercise. Like oh crap, man, I don't want to get sweaty. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to buy, you know, athletic clothes and ah, that sucks. I'd rather just stay inside or maybe I'll just just go to work. So so all of us, um, all of our how, like how will that look? How will it look for me to ask for help? Like it's going to look different. It's going to look, it will look differently for us all. It it, it will look different for you. It will will look, look different for person D, for person F, for person J. And so on and so forth. So the how is going to be tricky, but but you have to d- create and d- and design a daily a daily weekly routine, like whatever your routine is before, right? Uh, n- not asking for help before, not having self awareness b- before, not practicing. Okay, I need help. Like you gotta you gotta do things differently. So like um, when I say my my, my journaling is uh, it's it's different. Uh, meaning like like before, whenever I journal, I would never go back and read what I journal. Now I go back and read what I journal. Before, 
whenever I journal, I never made a list of the three things that I'm grateful for or that I'm thankful for. So today I write three, I write down three things that, that, um, that I'm thankful for. And I actually set in those three things like uh, having running water, having, uh, you know, uh, like uh, I, I love like playing chess. So I have a chess board on my front porch. Uh, and I, I ride my bike. Like I love riding my bike. So those those three things I'm very grateful for, right? And I I set in those in those things, uh, and I meditate. Now now once again, this is very very boring. So the how will be very boring. Like how will this look for you to ask for help? It, it's gonna look very boring at first because it's like, man, like I I, I like how do I do this? And there is no script. There is no pamphlet. That there's not going to be someone to come knock on your door and say, "Hey, do you need help today?" Or, "Hey, hey, like, do do you want me to sit down with you and and hold your hand so you can learn how to ask for help?" It does not work like that. All right, it's, I'm going to be crystal clear. It does not work like that because we're we're, we're living in a, in a very very trying time right now, and it might come off as weak uh, or to express vulnerability in some instances, in some cases. So, like I said, the how. It's it's just it's just one of those things that you don't want a person telling you how this is going to look for you to ask for help because like I said given um, given where you live given how you live given um, the like, as I'm saying before I'll say it again like given the way you've been the last five or ten fifteen years whatever impression that you give off on the outside that's what people are going to know. So like, so like when, when, when people who've known me for years, they'll, they'll say, oh, man, Damon, you're, you're very energetic and you're very excited and you're very passionate. And I'm like, well, that's not always me. Like, I'm very uh, quiet. I can be very, uh, you know, antisocial. I can isolate as well. Uh, I can be very standoffish. So it's, it's, it's two sides of me that people just don't see. But at the same time, I, I know when to ask for help. Why? Because I've practiced asking for help. Literally the, the the last probably ten years, like practicing asking for help, asking for a ride home, asking for a ride ride to work, asking to um, to ask a four person to swap shifts with me at work if I don't want to work that day, um, uh, letting a person come along side of me and doing homework with me or walking with me, exercising with me, all that stuff, man. So like it's a process. So I need you to, as you're listening to, to to this episode right now, I need you to put out of your mind the results and the outcome. Like, don't worry about the results and the outcome. Like, we, we aren't focusing on, focusing on that right now. But we're, we're, we're talking about the how. Like, how will it look for me to ask for, to ask for help? Like, how will it look for you to ask for help? And I'm going to repeat this over and over and over again. Like, there is no blueprint of how it's going to look for you because it's scary to be transparent, to be vulnerable, to open yourself up. It is very terrifying. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength. But that that's what asking for help, um, it, it, it just requires that. It requires, okay, you know, I'm, I'm in a place where, gosh, I, I would just love for someone to spend time with me. Hey, let me call uh, a coworker. Let me call someone from my my gaming group or my Facebook group. Uh, let me call, you know, one of my neighbors uh let me call one of my kids possibly so we're going to spend time on the how now you have to understand that like like what 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 makes the how 
like, like how will it look for me to, to to ask for help or or how will it look for me to 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 receive help like we're all very self-conscious creatures like we are all like ah oh, like, like hey man i don't want people to see me asking for help i don't want people to see me knowing that i need help and i'm like get over it like like get out of your own way like for real like get out of your own way cuz all of us every one of us have been in, in a position where it's it's been demeaning or or we feel like, oh, God, this, this, this is humbling, whatever. Like, get out of your own way. Get out of your own head. Like, like for real, like, 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 just get out of the way. Like, like, just get rid of that thought, okay? Because the more self-conscious you become, the, 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 the more you'll like, oh, crap, man, I'm, I'm not going to go through this. And it's like, hey, do it. Like, like do it. Because every person wrestles with, okay, like, like, like taking that first step to, to call that, that 1-800, you know, like hotline or joining that small group or, or joining that, that, that AAA meeting or, or, or going to that seminary, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, seminar or that conference or, or that meetup. Like we're all like, oh man, like how will I look, you know? <laughs> it's like for, for example, I'll give you examples. So all my coworkers are like, uh, are, are 18, 19, 21 and I'll ask them for help. Now, before I do, I'm like, man, you know, man, Damien, like, like, how are you going to look? And I'm like, you know what? I, I can't worry about the how. I can't worry about the how. I, I, I need help with understanding how this works or, or how she perceives this, right? And like I said, they're, they're all, like I said, 18, 19, 20 years old. And I'm like, dang, you know, I'm nearly 40. But they have a perspective that I don't have. They have a point of view that I don't have, and I need their help. So, so how it looks to ask for help, once again, once again, I'm going to repeat this a thousand times. It will look and feel different differently for each person but it, it doesn't it, it doesn't it, it doesn't give you give, give you an excuse it, it doesn't give you uh a reason just okay well uh, uh you know it, it, it's just no no excuses because like i said we all go through it and we're all going to continue to go through it over and over and over and over again because uh how it looks to ask for help is just it's just one of those things about it's it's just human nature like, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how much money they have, how nice they look on the outside, what, what car they're driving. There, there are times and moments to where he or she needs someone to confide in, uh, uh, needs a confidant, like someone that, hey, I just need to, I just need a safe place to talk about this. I'm, I'm really dealing with this issue with, with my, my brother or with my coworker or with my son or with my mom or with my uncle. You get what I'm saying? Or with my boss. Like and I have to figure out how to ask for help. Like how do I do that, right? So 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 that so that's my encouragement is to get out of your head and, and don't 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 stop yourself, right? I have this vape have this favorite saying from um from um from Jim Jim Rohn, and he says, "Don't become a victim of yourself." Now I'm going to repeat that as well. You know, don't become don't become a victim of yourself. So and um the idea of isolating, pushing people away. You know, being antisocial, it's easy to, 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 to do that without knowing that you're doing that, right? Because it's like, man, I, I don't want to be bothered with people. P- people get on my nerves. People are crazy. Like, like the world living is crazy. Yes, it is. But at the same time, if you need help, then you need help. And you can't really make excuses. Okay, man, I never seen my mom do it. I, I never seen my dad do it. I never seen my uncle do it. I've never seen my brothers do it. Yeah, okay. That that is a that is a legitimate um, thought and experience, but it it doesn't justify me me staying there and saying okay, well, I, I'll never learn how to ask for help. I'll, I'll never learn how to 
how to reach out and, and to, to let someone come alongside me and walk alongside me um, and, and let someone uh, cover me, right? Um, whenever my mother was in the hospital and she had stage four lung cancer, uh, her, her girlfriends, each one of them would, would, would take turns sitting with her, would take turns helping her change clothes, would, would take turns helping bathe her. But, um, but, but she had to allow help to 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 come and and cover her like she had to ask for help uh she had to reach out like, like she had to say hey you know i'm in a situation uh that i found myself in that i, I really can't overcome and i can't beat on my own and i, I can't um you know just that there's no more superwoman right i'm i'm human right so and oftentimes um you know i, I really can't speak for her i'm just saying from my perspective I knew that she had to allow uh, help to come enter in her situation, and it didn't matter how she looked. It, it didn't matter if her hair if, if her hair fell out from her cancer. It didn't matter if she lost weight from her cancer. It didn't matter if she couldn't bend over and tie her shoes because of her cancer. It, all, all those excuses and all those reasons, though they're legitimate, they all fall to the wayside. It's like okay, it's like, okay, you know what? I need help tying my shoes. Hey, please hold me tie my shoes. Get your shoes tied, and and let's go for a walk. Or hey, um, I need assistance getting up out of this bed. Do you mind assisting me? So, it's 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 important, very important that we spend time on the how, but not get stuck on the how. Right? It, and it's easy to get stuck. Oh man, ah, oh, like how will I look asking for help? How will I look receiving help? Okay, we've asked that question. You've thought about it. You've prayed about it. You've journaled about it. You've made a list of of how it might look. Now it's time to get in the car, put on the seatbelt, you know, turn the ignition. You see what I'm saying? And, and press that gas. Okay, so, like, that's that's the how. Okay, now, uh, we're going to, like I said, we're going to proceed forward to the, you know, the when, the where, the what, you know, so on and so forth. But kind of a side note is like, um, you know, like if someone says, hey, you know, uh, are you OK? OK. Uh, all right. So like, just take that simple question. Hey, are, are you OK? So I have a I have a, a close, close, close roommate. He'll ask me, hey, man, Damon, are you OK? And I'm like, dude, do I do I effing look OK? You know, what I'm saying? do I do I freaking look OK? Hell no, I'm not OK. Right. Now, of course, you're not going to just bl- blurt that out and say that. But, I mean, it's, it's something to think about because, like, it ties into asking for help. It ties into, like, when do I talk about needing help? Like, like where do I go? How? You know, what? Right. So, so like, you kind of begin with that. Like, uh, am I OK? You begin by asking yourself, yes, am I OK? Cause like I said, we all have this, these responsibilities to other people. We have these, um, you know, tasks, we have these obligations, we have these promises to fulfill to other people. But, you know, we're, we're talking about asking for help, we're talking about, you know, are you OK? Right. So that, that that's also a part of the process of beginning uh, and, and where to begin, how to begin. Right. You know, OK, you begin with, OK, man, am I OK? Like being honest about am I OK? Like, am I really OK? Like, do I, you know, I feel okay. I look okay on the outside. So, so remember, you know, my outside, we, 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 we look okay, functional, we're dressed, we're shaved, our hair is combed, or our hair, or our hair is not combed, whatever. Uh, you know, so just 
that's a, a starting point. So you got to remember that we're all going through this. Like even right now, this very moment, as I'm talking to you, I'm, I'm going through this. Um, my roommate, he'll, he'll ask me probably, especially during the holidays, hey, are you okay? Like I'm just noticing you're not, you know, uh, your normal self. And of course, you, you, you want to get defensive and you want to get like, mind your freaking business. But it's like, no, 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 it's a, it's a good question. And it's, it's people close to you need to, um, and it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like popping a bubble or bursting a bubble, right? Because like we're so internal, we're so self-conscious, we're so in our own head. And it takes some people to jolt you or shake you like, hey, man, like, are you okay? And, and in that moment with, with, with my roommate, I never like expound or go into it or even talk. I'm like, I guess, you know, whatever. And you kind of just back off. You give people their space, right? Or you give yourself that space or whatever. But um, that's the question to think about. Like, that's the question to really ponder and to, to, to mull over. Like, am I okay? Now, you're probably thinking, man, Damon, this is stupid. It, it might feel stupid, but it's important to take that time and allow people, once again, allowing the safe people, the right people, um, people that, that you know, hey, you know, they're, they're safe, they're not trying to do anything or they just care about your well-being. Hey, are you OK? And like I said, I'm using myself as an example, because like I said, I'll, I'll go inward. I'll go so, so, so far inward. Right. And unless someone close to me that, that I am comfortable with ask me that question, I'm like, well, what do you want? Like, like I don't I don't I don't feel like talking right now. But even though I might give that impression off, I'm, I'm very grateful that they're taking the time to stop and say, hey, you know, are you OK? Even though they, they know that I'm not going to talk to them in that moment, that I'm not going to share or open up, but at least they're saying, hey, are you okay? And when you're ready to talk, you know, I'll, I'll be here. Uh, so like I said, I wanted to kind of give that little side note right there with um, being honest and and caring about ourselves enough to think about, okay, I'm not okay. Um, I'm not really sure how that's supposed to look or how that's supposed to sound, okay? And that's okay too, but just acknowledging, hey, I'm not okay. You know, I'm I'm in that moment and I'm not okay. And even though I hate not being okay, I hate how it feels. I hate how it sounds, but it, it's it's my truth. And I don't I don't need you to fix me. Uh, I don't need you to to try to you know whatever massage me. But just I'm just allow me a chance to really look at that question and hear the question. And okay, <laughs> I'm not okay, right? And settling in that moment and just. Being in that moment, like, and it sounds very monk monkish. It's not monkish. It sounds very therapeutic. I'm not trying to be therapeutic. I'm just saying, um, myself personally, like I, I can I can be honest with you right now and say, you know, there are times that on the outside where I look okay, I look fine, I'm exercising, I'm eating a salad, I'm, I'm listening to music, I'm journaling, and I'm still not okay. And you get it, right? I'm still not okay. Right? You know, I look okay, but I'm not okay. And it's in those moments and it's in those times where we give off that that perception to people on the outside looking in. And there are there needs to be people in your life who can see through that and says, hey, you know, you're a little bit off. You know, are you OK? Right. And allow that. Allow that. Once again, tying it to asking for help, receiving help, allowing people to come along to help you despite you not wanting their, their help, despite how you feel. Allowing that person to ask that question. Hey, are you okay? Okay, so like I said, we've 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 covered the how. So let's let's jump to the when, the why, and the where. So we'll start with the when. 
Uh, when do I need to ask for help? Okay, so oftentimes, I'm going to use, use myself as, a, as an example. I'll wait until I get into an, an extremely, extremely like, an intense amount of pain. Okay, so for example, um, my eye exam, I, I'm supposed to get my eye exam every, every six months or once a year. I'll wait every two years, right? And I'll, I'll get headaches, bad, bad, bad headaches. I'm in this intense pain. I'll get headaches. I'll get toothaches, right? And all you got to do is like, oh, hey, damn, just pay $65 and you get an eye exam. Dude, but I'll wait until I get in that amount of pain. Now, when it comes to an emotional, needing an emotional assistance or needing uh, psychological assistance or um, grieving assistance or um, just this help as just I don't have my shit together right it's more of a conscious thing okay you know I, I don't want people to see me or to know that I need help well that that that's why the wind the wind to ask for help is going to look different and feel different for all of us each of us individually I've given you an example of mine um also um I, I went and got anger management like probably 15 17 years ago but I had reached a point to where I was in jail. You see what I'm saying? So, so okay, you know, you're going to jail, bro. Ask for help, right? So I got out of jail, went and got got help, right? Pay for anger management out of my own pocket, 16 weeks, 16 sessions. Very difficult, very embarrassing. Um, yeah, very, 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 very embarrassing. But here I am today. I, like I can use those tools 20 years, 40 years later because I remember each class. I remember each session, I remember doing the work, so I, but I remember asking for help as well. And upon, you know, when do you ask for help? Meaning, like, you got to ask for help. You got to ask for help consistently. You can't just ask for help one time. Okay, and now I've asked for help one time, and I've, I've acknowledged, hey, I got a drinking problem. Or I've acknowledged, hey, uh, I'm grieving or I'm hurting or I've lost a loved one or I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging, hey, I lost my job. Okay, you lost your job. Okay, well, let's break down why you lost your job. Like, like, what were you doing? Were you blaming? Were you not on time? Were you just not motivated? Uh, and and what did you? And what will you do differently next time? So that, that there's a process, right? But when to ask for help looks different. Like I said, you you look to your parents first of all. Like how 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 did my mom and dad go about asking for help? How did my grandparents go about asking for help? How did my teachers go about asking for help? Like the people that I respect in my life, you 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 look and you model your win after them, right? And for most of us in my generation, I was born in 1982. So in my generation, my mom was always giving. Uh, my uncle was always giving. My grandmother was always giving. I can't recall them asking for help. So it's like, okay, you know, like, why would I ask for help? And, you know, let's not throw in religion. Let's not throw in church. But the Bible clearly says it's better to, to, it's better to, to give than to receive. You see what I'm saying? But if if it's better to give than to receive, then, then I should never receive. No, that's not the point. That's not accurate. But that's what many of us are taught at a young age. And then there are, there's a, an other extreme where people over ask for help and people enable people. And it's just another ugliness. But I don't want to get into all that. But I, I do want to get into, like I said, and, and break down the when to ask for help. Um, it just, once again, it looks different for each person. Um, and most, most women have what's called a support system in a community or they'll have one or two girlfriends, uh, that, that they can talk to. Now, most men, most men that I've come into contact with, and uh, I don't feel sorry 
and these men, I don't m- make excuses for them because it, it's each individual responsibility to to have people to have one go to person. Like I, I, I have a go to person that if I'm in trouble, I can call this I can call this person and they'll have my back. Whether it's three in the morning, four in the morning, six in the morning. Or if I need gas money, I can call this person, and they're there. We all should have a, at least two, two or three people in our pockets, in our back pocket, right? And not isolate ourselves and shut ourselves off from the world. You understand what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, when you're needing help in one area and and you neglect it, it's going to show up in other areas, right? So that that that, that, that that's what makes the, the when so tricky. Uh, when to ask for help, when to talk about getting help, when to seek it. How often? It's it's a once again. There's no script. There's no pamphlet. There's no you know structure to it, right? Like man, like when do I ask for help? Well, are you in pain? Yes. Are you hurting? Yes. Are you hurting yourself? That's the question you ask. Are you hurting yourself? Are you hurting someone else? So those two questions right there: Are you hurting yourself? Are you hurting someone else? If the answer to either of those questions is a yes, then that's when you need to see some help. And or if you're thinking about hurting yourself. I need to get some help. So that's the win. I'm sure, like I said, you might not agree with that. You might have more feelings and thoughts on that. Um, it doesn't really matter what gender you are. But I'm not, I'm not speaking from a woman's perspective. I'm speaking from a man's perspective. Let's just be clear. Uh, for women, the win, um, the win for women, depending if they're a mother, depending on if they're a single mother, depending on if they're a career-oriented woman who doesn't have any children, and um, she's not married, so everyone's win could look different and and be different and feel different. But in, when it comes to the grieving part of it and the loss and the changes and the uncertainty and um, because I fear and or doubt, right? Um, there needs to be one to two people in your life, right? When who are available and accessible to you, right? So so that's another win, okay, criteria. Okay, wait a minute. Is this individual accessible, right? Uh, are they available and, 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 and or are they willing to make themselves available? Okay, wow. So now that I know, hey, this individual via my boss, via a coworker, via uh, a neighbor, via someone in my family, okay, they're willing to be available to me and accessible to me and walk with me and make the time for me. Hey, that's, that, that's when, right? So, okay, so now let's move on. So, yeah, now let's move on to the what, where, and the why. So, so once again, we, we, we've already covered the, the how and the, and the when to ask for help, okay? Uh, I think we're going to spend time on the why. Why do I need to ask for help? Um, I think the why is probably the... The most, one of the most trickiest ones. I think the why and the how are the two most trickiest ones. I want want to spend time on those early. Um, The how and the why are always tricky because people, um, now I have this thing that I just learned probably two weeks ago is that that we were created for dependency. Well, then why? Right? So it's like, okay, like why this? Why that? Like, Like, why do I need to ask for help? Why do I need to learn how to ask for help? Why do I need to be able to 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 articulate and and express verbally and speak up for myself and ask for help? Well, it's because on the outside you look fine, okay. You're dressed nice. Your hair is perfect. Your your makeup is on. Uh, you have a perfect jumpsuit. You drive a nice car. So people don't 
don't, don't think to or to, to imagine or assume, okay, this person knows how, I'm sorry, knows, knows why, you know, they would need help, okay? And or if you're a young man or you're a businessman, you have, a, you know, once again, perfect tie, whatever, polo shirt, um, you know, groomed perfectly, you know, hey, you know, I, I know why to ask for help. Well, once again, th- this is definitely not going to be a, a cookie cutter process, okay? Why do I need to ask for help? Why do I need to know when to ask for help? Um, and once again, for each individual, it's different given your background, given where you are right now, where where, where you you listening, where you are right now. It, it varies for each person. OK, now. Um, so for me, for, for the holidays, for me, it's, it's very, very rough, uh, given that both of my parents are deceased. So the why do I need to speak up is very important otherwise i'll kind of go internal right and i'll overthink i'll overanalyze i'll reminisce i'll cry uh i might fall into a pity party if i'm not careful (laughs) right so um my mentor larry burks he's like hey damien probably five years ago he began programming me and saying hey you know you gotta you gotta speak up and ask for help right i'm like man here here we go again with with the internal talk i don't want to be a burden to anyone you know, I, I don't want to inconvenience anyone. I, I, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to, you know, be a distraction. That's not okay. Because once again, how I mentioned earlier that there are people who are willing to be available, who want to be available, but he or she and, and or they can't read your mind, right? So that's why the, the, the why is so important. Why do I need to ask for help? Why do I need to speak up? It's because you need the help. And can't no one put a gun in your mouth or a gun to your head and make you talk, right? And the most important thing, can't no one express the way you feel but you? Can no one express the type of help you think you might need but you? So I recall going to my doctor uh, probably seven years ago. I had a, I had a, I had a herniated disc in my back, okay? And I, I injured my back. He's like, hey, man, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, man, I'm good. He's like, okay, are you good? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. He's like, okay. So I was like, okay, you know what? I want you to come back every every 60 days just to see if you're really good. And I was like, oh, man, do I have to? He's like, yeah. So you know, I came back second time, got x-rays. He's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, man, I'm good. He's like, no, you're not good because here's your x-rays. You got a herniated disc in your back. You know, you need to get on. Uh, uh, you you, you, you got to get on a muscle relaxer. And or and a painkiller. And I was like, man, I don't take I don't, I don't take pills, right? Because I knew I w- I wouldn't know how to, to to take pills, even though it's on the prescription bottle. When, where, and how to take them, <laughs> and what time, and you know when not, and when and when to not take them, which is when you're driving. You don't want to take them while you're driving. But of course, I was driving all the time, and I was drinking as well. Alcohol, terrible combination. But I learned the hard way, right? Because I wasn't asking for help. So I wasn't asking for help from my brother, from my mentor Larry. From, from from anyone in my circle, hey, you know, um, um, I need to take this medication. Can you help remind me to, to to not take them while I'm driving? Right, I didn't I didn't ask for help. Um, so that that's why the why is so important. And also, whenever my mom died, uh, I was I was severely man, I was severely depressed. Woo. Um, but but before she died, I I got fired from one of my. From, from from like a dream job position that I had as a as a as a program director for a daycare or, or after school program, and then my mom died, and then I got fired from that job, and I, I just fell into this deep deep depression. I kept on working, once again on the outside, we're functional, 
haircut, nice vehicle, nice clothes. On the outside, we're we're we're, we're all put together. Once again, on the on the outside, oh, I got I got my shit together on the outside. Well, but the inside, I was dying, right? So I called my brother up. Hey, man, um, I'm I'm thinking about I, I might need to get on these, you know, antidepressant. I was like, oh man, I ain't I ain't doing that. So once again, called my doctor, going for a visit. I'm like, hey, you know, I got some issues. What's going on? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure how to even describe it, but I'm I'm just constantly sad. I'm I'm constantly I can't get out of this 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 cloud like this black cloud over my mind this fog this haze I was I'm just in from from morning noon tonight and I I just I have the energy to get dressed you know prepare a meal for the week and go to work go to the gym and then come home that's it so he said hey you know what I'll start you on the lowest dosage for thirty days of an antidepressant I'm like hell no and I said no for a year okay. But that, but but during that year, I was talking to my brother, right, talking about it, talking about it, saying it's not taboo, it's nothing to be embarrassed, it's nothing to be ashamed of, to take medication for thirty days to, to sixty days, and by golly, I began taking it, and man, talk about a fault being lifted, a haze being lifted from a ten milligram pill, right, but it it took three weeks for the for that prescription to get into my blood system, right? But once again, why do I need to ask for help? Why do I need to be able to speak up and talk about the help that I need and make it known? Because for, because once again, I'm going to repeat this on the outside looking in, the people who, who are around you closely, because you got to perform, you got to produce, you got to be on time, you got to deliver, got it. You're, you are Mr. Go-To or young lady, you listening, you're Mrs. Go-To, got it. But even Mrs. Go-To needs help. Even Mr. Go-To needs help. I have this thing that I always repeat all the time. It's that you can't be everyone to every, or you can't be everything to everyone all the time. I'm going to repeat that, okay? You cannot be everything to everyone all the time. At some point, you're going to have to put your own mask on. So if, if you're on an airplane flight right now and you hear some turbulence and the mask, the, the the yellow mask comes down from the uh, the 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 the, 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 the ceiling of, of the plane, <clears throat> and you're sitting by your kid. Okay, you know you don't re- you don't reach over and put your mask on second, and put your kid's mask on first. No, you put your mask on first and you secure your own mask. Then you go to assist your kid or or, your, or the passenger beside you. Okay, but in our culture we have it backwards. We neglect ourselves we reject ourselves to sacrifice ourselves for others it's like yeah that's gonna get you killed okay so that's why asking for help is so important knowing when to ask for help and knowing the why why do i need help like do i really need help eh i'm good right yeah like like eh eh i'm good now i don't know about you man like I, i'm a I, I can lie to myself shoot for like five ten years right it's crazy it's crazy how a stranger can't lie to us, probably not even one day, not even a, a, in an instance, but we can lie to ourselves for years. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. It's, it's, it's masterful how we can convince ourselves. And I think there, 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 there's a definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So for, so for that year that I did not take the, the medication, I was lying to myself for a full year, expecting different results, expecting to wake up in the morning. Oh, I'll be better in the morning. Okay, tomorrow morning, I'll, I'll be better. No, 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 no. 
man, no, no, the next morning I'll be better. No, 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 no. The, the, the next morning I'll be better, right? And that went on for a year. And it didn't matter how many times I, I talked with my brother about it, I had to get the help. I had to get the, on, the, on the medication for those 30, 30 days and then the next 30 days, which was 60 total days. So the why do I need help? Why do I, why do I need to speak up and ask for help? And um, understanding that, that this is a process. You, you just heard that it took me a full year just to get on a freaking antidepressant, Right? took two years just to complete that process. And that's, that's a lot of time that's, that, that passed that I, that I can't remember, that, that I can't recall. So if, if you're expecting to learn how to ask for help, learning how to understand why you need to ask for help, to learn how to, to understand why you need help, it's not going to be just magical and instant, right? Because like you're programmed, if you played any kind of sports, to, 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 to not ask for help, to be tough, suck it up. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. Girls go through this crap too. I don't want to see her cry. Don't you cry. Don't you show weakness. Right? Don't you show that vulnerability. Right? And we have this ingrained into our system. So, but when there's a psychological trauma or emotional trauma or mental trauma, your body reacts first and your brain reacts second. And, and, and there's a different type of response. Like when you lose the loss of a loved one, your body responds right. Your mind is like, huh? Your mind is like playing catch up. But your body is already process, processing going to, going to the next day, next week, next month. And your mind's like, man, what, what just happened here? So that's why it's so important to understand that learning how to ask for help, learning why I need to ask for help, learning, learning to know why I need to speak up when I need help. It's a process that we have to unlearn a lot of crap. You probably, you, I'm sure you probably heard this a thousand times. Things that we have to unlearn takes longer than it is to, to learn a new thing, right? It'll t- it might take me two years to unlearn some garbage that I was trained to, and, and I watched my mom do since I was a kid. It might take two years to unlearn some things just to take two, two months to learn something new. But, but that's just the way it is. It, we have to unlearn this stuff and unlearn that it's, it's acceptable it's it's okay. Um, to, to, it's it's okay to not be okay. It's, it's okay to not pretend and pre- present to the world that hey, I got it all together. Because most people, oh man, I I got my shit together. I'm like, really? You do? Huh? Really? Really? Okay. All right. Tell me about that. You know. So, um, once again, like I said, th- this is not going to be a a cookie cutter process for each of us. For it, it look, it will not look the same. Like it will not look the same. For each person, uh, the time frame will be different. So, so let go of the results, let go of the outcome, right, and just focus on the process and being present. If I knew each day, I had to take a, a ten milligram pill for my for my as an antidepressant. It was like it was it was it was it was it was, it was tough. The things I would say to myself, like you wussy, like you, you you're a wuss, man. You got to rely on medication. I'm like, yeah, I do. I do, but I understood also that it was temporary, right? Everything has a beginning, middle, and an end. So asking for help, why do I need to ask for help? It's, it's a process. Why do I need to speak up and ask for help? It's a process, but it's, it, it's a beginning. It's a middle and an end. It's not going to be forever, right? And after a while, you'll be in turn 
to take that comfort and that help that you receive to give it to someone else, right? And, and that's gonna that's gonna move us to our next point. Where, like, like where do I seek help? Where is a safe place to seek seek help? Where is a safe place to go for help? Okay. 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 So I, I've mentioned uh, the why and the how are the most trickiest, right? But the where, <laughs> the where can be dr- just as tricky, okay? But uh, where do I go for help? Where, where do I seek help, okay? Where is it safe to say and to express, man, I, God, I need help? I, I would say, number one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just jump out on social media. You can if you want, do what you want to do. But me personally, I think the world we live in, we're all so suspicious and we're so cynical and, we're, and we just don't trust, right? Um. But I would say social media is probably not the first place you want to go unless you you just have to, right? Unless you just have to. And if you don't trust people in your family, people in your circle, and or you're just too embarrassed and you rather have strangers um, comment and give you feedback, go for it. I'm, I'm being for real. Like, go for it, okay? But where do I seek help? <coughs> where do I ask for help? <coughs> and once again, <coughs> once again, for every person... Each situation is gonna look different. Uh, so for me, it took about three years. I mentioned a mentor of mine named Larry Burke. So I, I will listen to this guy for for three years until I I really began to open open up to him and tell him, hey, you know, I mean, I I mentioned that I had I had gone to jail when went through anger management, <coughs> but it didn't really mean that I trusted him. <coughs> but once he told me the story about he and his wife going through a divorce and how he was, uh, um, you know, he he drank a lot. He was an alcoholic. He lost his marriage. He lost his kids. Over the three three year time frame of, of working together and being around each other, I began to, to feel comfortable and to trust him. Because why? Because there was a consistency there, okay, and there was a safety there. So those two those two ingredients, consistency and the safety, right? Safety and consistency. So the the the, the where is a, a person or a place that's consistent, that's safe. It, that's where you want to ask for help from. That's where you want to go for help, okay? If a place has consistency and there's safety there. Now, once again, I can't tell you how that will look for you. I just can't. I'm not where you are. I'm not going through what you're going through. I don't have the life that you have, right? You might be in a leader's position and you, you know may feel and believe like you have nowhere to go, right? Or you may be a single mother. You might feel like you have nowhere to go. Or you might be a college student and you're expected to be, you know, valedictorian of your high school or whatever. Um, maybe you're a teacher and you're in a position where, okay, gosh, you know, I need, I need some help. I need to talk about these things. Like, wait, where do I go? And or you may be a youth pastor or a, a musician in a, in, a, in a band. Like, where do I go for help? You know, so or and or you might be an athlete. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it, it, every situation is, is like crap. You know, like okay, oof. You know, like, like what will people think of me, right? And, and what will they say? The, the, those questions definitely will come up, right? And once again, once again, we always say, "Oh man, I don't want to be a burden to anyone else. I, I don't, I don't want to disrupt, or dis- distract anyone else. I got you." But where to go for help? It's it's tricky. It is just tricky. You could say a therapist. You could say a counselor. You could say a pastor. You could say a, a confidant or a trusted friend of the family. You could say 
a neighbor. <laughs> like I said, it could be a neighbor you know, and or it could be a stranger. I, I don't know. Because each situation, each person's um, situation and moment is just different. Okay. Um, I, I had a habit of 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 going through small group, which is in my churches, right, or my small in my in my men's Bible classes, right. And in in a group of fifty men, they always break each men, um, sorry, the fifty men down into groups of of ten. So you got ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, right. So in in my in your groups, you would be matched with one person, and you would get to know each other, have breakfast together, have lunch together. So I, I met a guy named Don Miller. He had two sons, right? He was a father. So that's okay. He's a father. He has two sons. Once again, he went through divorce. I went through divorce. So that's okay. There's some commonalities there, right? I had stepkids. So uh, he had trouble articulating. He had trouble um, having open lines of communication with his kids. I'm like, well, I can help you with that. And what I was going through at that time was going through divorce. He's like, well, I can help you with that. (laughs) You know, so it's frustrating. But once again, he was safe, and we had class every think. I think it was Thursday morning at six a.m. Like once a week, for a year. So, consistency and safety. But you decide where, right, and when you, at your pace. Right, Don never rushed me. That was that was clear. He never rushed me. He was he was just there. Hey, what's up, man? I'm always here. He would say, Hey, let's go have coffee. I w- I would never go to have coffee with him. It took months, like literally, it took months, and finally, I was okay, man. <laughs> I'm kind of in enough. I'm kind of in a lot of pain. I need to, you know, I need to start talking, right? And uh, so once we began meeting for 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 breakfast and for coffee, uh, I, I chose a place so I felt comfortable, I felt safe, a place that I knew, right? So so that's that's where, right? A uh, place of your choosing, a time of your choosing, um, it's the person of your choosing. Like, that's what the wear may look like. It could look like, possibly. <laughs> but once again, like I said, for each of us, man, it's just going to look different. It's going to look different. Um, if you're a sister, if you're, like I said, if you're a mother, you're a cousin, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, who knows what your position is as an authority figure in your company or in your job. It's it's going to look different for us all. Like, where do I go for help? Where do I seek help? Where is it safe for me to ask for help and talk about the help that I need to get? It's a tough question to ask, but we got to ask it. Okay, so now we're on to the last, last uh, leg, which is the what do I need help with? Now, And before I get into the what, man, I need to be crystal clear, man. This is not going to be an easy, easy, like instant, instant turnaround, instant results, man. Um it's 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 a hard thing to talk about. It's a hard thing to articulate. Okay, I, I've mentioned it in times past. It's something I think about. I'm not really sure why I think about it, but I had a buddy of mine. Uh, his, name, his name was Max. Yes, his name was Max, and um, he had a girlfriend. Man, I remember this kid just like it was yesterday. He and I would go walking together, and he's like, "Man, Damien, you know," he's like, "I, I don't tell people I need help. I don't, I don't ask for help." And of course, you want to say why, what happened, what go, what's going on. Like, get like get it together, man. You know, you want to slap people like, get get it together. And it's like, hey, man, you, you like Damon, you can't do that. So I said, okay. But I, of course, I'm thinking, okay, why not? Like, what happened? 
So I said, man, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm, I'm just going to just treat him how I want to be treated and just get to know him as a person. And, of course, over time, over time, right, uh, he had mentioned he had a girlfriend and he told her the things that he, that he, he told her the things that he went through in his childhood. And he had known her for, like I said, he had known, known her for a few months, dating her for a few months. And he was, he was 21. She thinks she was probably 20, 19. They both were young, but... Um, they had knew each other for a time period of dating off, uh, not off and on, but I mean, they, they, they knew each other pretty consistently. Right. And he felt she was safe. I think, you know, they, you know, kids become intimate, you know, I, I never, well, if they had sex, I, I didn't go into all that, but I knew that, that they were, he cared about her a great deal. So he's like, Hey man, I, I told her, you know, like what I went through as a child and, and my dad was a drug dealer. He was into drugs and, and how that affected my family, how that, how that hurt me growing up right and he's like hey man uh like she just ghosted me now back then i i didn't know what ghosted me and i'm like wait what does ghost mean he's like she just quit talking to me so i said oh okay oh, okay right so i think about that you know when it comes to asking for help the how the when the where the why and the who like you know like who do I ask for help? Like I said, we ain't we haven't even got to the who yet, right? Like who do I ask for help from, right? Um, so like I think about that. So I wanted to kind of slow down and be clear um, that this is a scary, vulnerable process. This is a very, very scary process. It's terrifying. It really, 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 really terrifying, especially if if the person you love most. It's either died or gotten sick or aren't able to be there or available to you, right? Like, like where do I turn? Like, where do I go? Which, which will lead me to, of course, um, later on, not right now. We're going to spend time on the who, which is you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ, your heavenly Father, um, your, your Lord and Savior. But I want to spend time on making it crystal clear that this is not going to be an easy undertaking, especially if you're, if you're not accustomed to being in the position to where you have to ask for help, right? Or where you need to ask for help or where you want to ask for help. But you're, you're so in your head, you're so self-conscious, you're so self-aware that, hey, you know, this isn't going to be good, right? And you have to, and you got to keep it together, right? You, you're, you're that person. So I wanted to kind of slow down and give that example of Max, not to scare you, but there, there, there is a reality that certain people may not be ready to hear what you have to say. They might like to be around you. You could be a lot of fun. You could be very good looking. You could have money. You could buy everybody shots at the bar. You're, you're like the, the, life, life, the life of the party. But there, there's a party that says, that says, hey, you know, gosh, man, I, I'm kind of needing to, to, to get some help with something that I'm dealing with. I'm not really sure where to go, right, or who to go to. What to say, how to say it, when to say it. So I'm trying to give a few pointers, but I want to just, like I said, go back, slow down, and remind you that this process is is grueling, it's arduous, it's very scary, but it's worth it in the end, right? It's worth it, right? It's, it's a process. There's no hurrying it. There's no getting around it. There's no shortcuts. You got to go through the uncertainty and, and the the doubt and the questioning and maybe the, the fear. You got to face it head on, because that's what I had to do. I can't, I can't speak for you, right? I, you listening, I I can't speak for you. I cannot, 
and no one else can. You're going to have to speak and say, utter those words for yourself the best way that you can. Okay, so now we're on to the what. What do I need help with? Like, what do I need to ask help with? Or what do I need to ask help for, right? Now, this one is hard for me, like, right now. Like, present day. This is uh, November 24th, 2021. Uh, Like, what do I need help with? Uh, I'm not really sure, right? I need help with everything, you know? I need help getting dressed every day. And I need help finding my keys. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I need help time managing, <laughs> managing my time, right? I, I need help um, journaling. I, I need help finding my socks, getting organized, right? All these things, basic things that, that I need help with. So and I, I can't speak for you, okay? So but once again, for you, it will, it will look different. You might be thinking, man, damn, you're, you're really overthinking this. Maybe I am, and, and that's what I need help with. I, I overthink stuff. So well, what I'm doing, I'm being transparent with you. I'm being very uh, open with you with what I need help with. And it's, it's, it's a, and once again, it's just, it doesn't come easy. But when it comes to, you know, what do I need help with? Each individual person, once again, is different. Um, we may not know, like, or have a clue about ourselves or have spent time learning ourselves or discovering ourselves um or and or spent time treating ourselves valuable or treating ourselves as if like we're someone that we care for i have this question written to myself is how would my life look in three to five years if i treated myself like someone i care about now i'm going to repeat this again okay i'm going to say a lot a lot slower uh how would my life look in three to five years if i treated myself like someone I cared for. Okay, now I'm going to just reword it. How would your life, yes, you listening right now, you, how would your life look in three to five years if you treated yourself like someone you cared for? So that that's the what, right? And this, man, once again, <laughs> we're back at it again. We're back at the what? The process. The process. The grind. The journey. I can't worry about the outcome or the results. How the how it's gonna look in the end? I have no idea for you. Can't speak for you. I'm not in your shoes. I, I'm I'm not tying your shoelaces every day. You are. Okay. But but that's the what. Like what do I need help with? What do I ask for help with? Golly, that's hard. And it is. I'm I'm gonna look stupid if I ask for help with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel stupid. You'll get over it. Trust me, <laughs> you'll get over it, right? So I got a roommate. His name is Bill, man. Um, I was I was cooking one day. He noticed, like, man, Damon, you sure I burned the food up, man? <laughs> I was like, look here, bro. Like, don't talk to me. I was like, kind of want to punch him in the face, right? Of course, this happened for a few weeks later. A few weeks later, and he's like, hey, man, you know. Uh, got kind of frustrated he's like hey you know you're, you're burning the food and you're burning the eye on the stove you need to you need to wash the stove eye out i'm like i ain't doing crap <laughs> you know so but once again that's what i need to help with right cooking you're like what i'm like yes cooking yes getting organized yes turning the fire down under the oven right turn the fire down bro but anyway, like that began the process of me, you know, changing the changing what I cook, how I cook, where I cook, right? Uh, especially what I cook. <laughs> but after re- 
you know, turning the stove off, removing the eye and, and the and the and the lid, scrubbing them clean, and being more aware. Okay, you struggle with cooking, be aware of it, be intentional, take your time and slow down. And if you're not buy items, <laughs> buy items. You know, you can cook in the oven or in the microwave. <laughs> So <clears throat> I kind of been on this microwave cooking thing. Everything that I cook now is microwaveable, right? But still, right? That that's what I need help with cooking, right? It's a constant. If you've ever been around me from at any level point in time, you're like Damon. You're not gonna be in the kitchen cooking. Like, get the hell out of here, you know? And I'm like, ah oh, man, give me a chance. And it's like, no man, like just that's what that's what I need help with. And I'll always need help with that. You understand? Like I'll I'll always need that. That's 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 what I need help with cooking, right? And I'm not a, I'm not ashamed about it today. I have been over my whole life, right? Um, since I was a kid in my teens, especially in college. Oh my god! But once you realize, okay, I have limitations. I know what my limitations are, which is huge. I know what I expect of myself, which is really huge. And you lower those things, right? You accept, okay, wait a minute, I'm limited. I accept that I'm not Martha Stewart or what's that? What's that chef on the kitchen show, whatever Hell's Kitchen, whatever, whatever Ramsey, whatever his name is. Uh, I'm not Snoop Dogg, whatever in the kitchen. I'm not Steph Stephen Curry, whatever. You 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 just okay. I accept my limitations. I accept my expectations of myself and hey, I can't be good at everything, right? <laughs> so that's the what, man. That, that's what do you need help with? Like, what do I need help with? You spend time, you reflect, you examine the areas and you don't beat yourself up. You don't condemn yourself. You don't call yourself an idiot. Why can't you do this better? Why can't you be that better? No. Extend yourself grace. Extend yourself self-compassion. Like, tenderness right and accept hey this is my limit i can't exceed that limit and that's okay but there are people around me who want to help me who are willing to help me but what do i need help with so they so they'll know what i need help with because <laughs> I, I gotta articulate i gotta tell them hey this is what i need help with like i said once again it will look different for every person it will be different a different thing with every person and yes it's annoying it's frustrating like get over yourself, man. Like get out of your own way. And I repeat this thing over and over again. Okay, don't become a victim of yourself. That's from Jim Rome. Okay, do not become a victim of yourself. Get out of your own way. Figure out what you need help with. Discover what you need help with. Tackle it. Be patient with yourself. Allow yourself a chance to learn about yourself, and allow yourself a chance to change. Right. Then also allow those people to come alongside you and help you with what you need to ask help with and what you need to get help with. Because like I said, they're they're available and they're there for you. Cool. All right. So now we're on to the last part about, um, you know, the who. Like, who do I ask for help? Now, who and where is kind of similar. Okay. Like, like where could be like a therapist, counselor, you know, pastor, um, safe friend. But the who... Uh, like I said, it's very similar, but um, who do you ask help from? It's, it's, it's about safety. I think I mentioned this earlier. So like I said, it's close, close alignment to 
to where. So the the who and the where is very close, but um who the the, the who needs to be someone safe, somewhere safe. Okay. Now I'm gonna repeat that and repeat this time and time again. Um and like I said, I've told you, you know, the Max story about going to the wrong who, right? Going to the wrong where. But um who you go to ask for help and who do you ask help from, it will look and once again, I'm repeating this over and over again. It will look different for each person. And there's no really, like, once again, there's no pamphlet. There's no script to it. It's just um, when, when the right, sometimes people will enter your paths who are right there in front of you, right? And you didn't even know that he or she was there or available, right? You're like, man, you're you're so tunnel vision or so close to it uh, or like, like zoomed in. Sometimes you got to take a step back, right? Whenever you're needing help, which is kind of hard, but... If you can take a step back and see, okay, man, you know, I I have this individual in my class or, or this individual um, in my in my neighborhood, in my community, or I have this individual that I work that, that I work for in the past, but I, you know, he and I or he, or she and I, whatever, kept uh, contact. <clears throat> now, the who is important because um, I'm big on like older men teaching younger men, older women teaching younger women. I'm big on same sex, okay, because the who. It's important because those emotions and feelings and temptations need to be removed. And if it's two male men who are responsible, who are accountable, who are as iron sharpens iron, then it's not going to be really much room for emotions and feelings and, uh, and inappropriateness, if that makes sense. OK, and if it's two women who are responsible, mature and safe. It's going gonna, it's gonna to minimize, right? you know, manipulation and gameplay and wasting each other's time. So like and, and and that's why this who is so important. The who do I go to for help? It's about okay, who do I respect, and not and to, enough to, to not waste his or her time. That, that 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 that's what makes the who so important. It's about respect. It's about um being de- deliberate and intentional. Okay, um so like it's it's critical. So if, for example, it's, it's an older woman in my small group. Her, her name is Jeannie, and when I when I first met her, I I. I, she she really made me angry, so I knew she would be a good person to go to, and 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 this is what makes the who do I go to for help so important because the person you go to for help, they're not going to spare your feelings, they're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Now, once again, you already know this, so I, I'm just like I said, it's just, I'm just repeating it as, as a refresher. Who do I ask for help? Who do I go to for help? Is the person that you know isn't going to spare your feelings, isn't isn't impressed by you can see through you and this person is not gonna tell you what you want to hear they're gonna tell you what you need to hear and when i first met Jeannie uh in public in a, in a group setting right i always meet Jeannie in a group setting even though she's 70 years old it's just a principle um um like it, it like even to this very day i've known her for probably for almost five years now and she still says things that irritate me and piss me off uh so i know okay she's a, a good safe source Right. You understand? Uh, she's a safe person. But most importantly, um, I know that she's not going to. Oh, well, I don't want to hurt Damon's feelings. No, she, she's not going to deliberately go out to her way to hurt my feelings, but she's still going to speak the truth. And, and that's what seeking help is all about. Right. And, and that truth from from this person, ultimately, 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 this person should be leading you to Jesus Christ. Right. Pushing you to him pushing you to, to read your Bible, to study, to pray, 
to, to, to talk to him because that, that, that person, the who may not always be there, but Jesus Christ, he's always there. He's always ever present. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's never on vacation or gets too busy. Right. So the, 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 the who you go to for help and who you go to to ask for help. This person should be telling you, hey, you know, don't totally rely on me. Yes, I'm here to support you and walk with you. But there will be times and moments and of temptation where I won't be there. And you're going to need to be able to, to stand on your own two feet. And once I give you these tools to start building and, and, and refining and cultivating your own tools and your own strategies and your own game plan. You see what I'm saying? So whenever I meet with Jeannie, it's not like we're just casually flippant. Like we're talking about real issues, like real problems that I'm having, dealing with whatever's at my job or uh, my home life. And she's saying, OK, you know, you know, I'm, I'm listening to you, but this is a scripture. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, I didn't come for you for a scripture. She's like, oh, well, this, this is a passage she needs you to read. So currently right now I'm reading Psalms chapter 10, verse 14. OK, so it, it's 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 about this person hearing you out and then redirecting you to the to your savior in Jesus Christ. Now, if you're not saved, you you, you, you don't know Jesus Christ. then I would say, hey, open your Bible to uh, to the book of John. OK, and, and study the gospel. And the gospel is the death, the burial, and the, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Repent of your sins. Confess your sins. Um, you know, believe on him to, to, to be saved, right? Because like, he, he had to die for our sins and believe that. So I want to repeat this. The who you ask for help, who do you turn to for help? It's a person who is safe, available, uh most likely should be your same sex unless this person is 40 years older than you or 30 years older than you like once again Jeannie she's 40 years older than me and uh she's a senior and she and I meet in public right um and the who is also important because this person doesn't spare your feelings to tell you what you don't want to hear they tell you what you need to hear because they love you and they're patient with you but at the same time at the same time they recognize hey you know if you're in the same place where you were a year ago three years ago, then the issue isn't the who you're meeting with. The issue is you, right? Because like, they can only hold you accountable. Uh, they can only hold you accountable for so long. But if you, if you really want to seek help, you're going to be intentional about it and you're going to be deliberate and you're going to, believe, you're going to believe that I'm, I'm going to overcome this. Whether, whether it be depression, whether it be addiction to put to porn or drinking or, or working, working, <laughs> I didn't even mention working like as, as an addiction, as a, as uh, needing help to, 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 to set boundaries at work. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other subject, right? You know, being, you know, uh, addicted to work, can't tell work no, <clears throat> can't set boundaries, <clears throat> can't set boundaries at work, won't set boundaries at work. Oh, I, I got to be at work. I got I to gotta be needed. I can't say no. That's a whole other subject right there. <clears throat> but uh, what, what, whatever you're wrestling with, like I said, whether it be just loneliness, fatigue, lack of sleep, um, you know, the, the, the monkey brain where you're jumping from thoughts to thoughts and, and or, you know, you're, 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 you're overwhelmed by the bad news in the world and you won't, uh, you know, um, minimize your media intake, right? Your social media intake, whether you're, you know, ha maybe you have a, a tech, a, a, an addiction to tech, tech technology and social media and cell phones, all that crap, right? Um, <laughs> the who you turn to should say, hey, you know, you need to be deliberate and intentional about overcoming this and, and take strict necessary steps to even cut off your cell phone internet, cut off your, your iPhone or your iPad, get rid of your 
a laptop. Get rid of your TVs in, in, in every room and put one TV in one room and that's it. Uh, be deliberate about reading books every day and journaling. Be deliberate about getting outside and exercising, right? Be deliberate and intentional and say, hey, I, I believe and I am going to overcome this and be serious about it, right? So that's why the, that, that's why the, the who is so important. It's so important. And like I said, it's very similar to the where, but the the who is about, it's not about enabling. I want to be clear on that. It's not about enabling. Just the, the who needs to be someone who's not going to enable you, right? Okay, you know, you'll be okay. Uh, it, it'll be all right. Yeah, it, it's not okay right now. The way I feel is not okay. And where I'm at, it's not okay. And I, I can admit that I'm not fine, but I don't want to stay here. Okay. Like, I, I don't want to stay here. I may be here right now. I acknowledge this is where I'm at. I hate it. But I know I'm not going to stay here. That's that's the thing, okay? Like I said, in depressions, feelings of suicide, whatever it is, doubt, um, discouragement, I got it. But that the, the who you're meeting with can't do the work for you. They can't get up and help you journal every day. That's all going to be you. They can't, can't help you brush your teeth every day and change up, change, change, change your, your daily habits. That's all you. They, they can give you tools and tips, but that's all you, right? Jesus isn't going to make you get up at four in the morning or, or, or before you go to bed and spend 30 minutes reading your Bible and meditating on his word. Like Jesus can't make you turn your TV off, right? So it, it takes community, but it also takes deliberate, deliberate, intentional steps and actions, right? And you making up your mind, even though, hey, today I'm not there yet. But I know where I want to be in three to five years, right? So there's like a a goal. There are goals, right? There are steps that I need to take. And like I said, I, I have this question that I asked myself. I said, uh, Damien, uh, how how would your life look in three to five in three to five years? How would your life look in three to five years if you cared for yourself, or if you took care of yourself like someone you cared about, right? So I'm going to repeat that. Uh, to, to you, like you, you listening right now, how, how will your life look in three to five years if you took care of yourself, right? If, if you cared for yourself like someone you cared for, you know what I'm saying? So appreciate it. Signing off. All right. So we've reached the ask. Now, the ask is something that I've never done before. OK, normally I tell you, hey, man, if you know one you know, person, family member, loved one, co-worker, <laughs> You know this episode share with them but um, on this time i'm asking you if you know 20 people 30 people who you aren't trying to fix whom you're not trying to change but whom you feel man something that was said far as the what when where why and the how uh to ask for help it might uh you know encourage or benefit this individual i'm gonna ask you to share it with that that individual and 20 other people. Uh, this has probably been the most meaningful uh, episode that I've done. And the longest. But the most meaningful. It's pretty difficult. But for me, it's, it's very important because I have a loved one in my life right now. Who, who told me, hey man, Damien, I don't need your help. And I'm the kind of person, um, you know, especially if you're close to me. And I'm not physically with you. I can sense in my spirit whenever you're struggling. I, I know when I'm struggling, you can feel me when I, whenever I'm struggling. So, so this individual in my life, he's a very close, 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 close individual. Um, a sibling at that, right? He's in my family. 
He's like, hey, man, I don't want your help. And it broke my heart. But at the same time, at the same time, it produced this podcast episode. It produced this topic of how to ask for help, when to ask for help, who to ask for help, right? Where to ask for help and why should I, should I ask for help? Why do I need help? Why am I created for dependency? What does that even mean to be created for dependency? So uh, the, the ask is right now. Feed Shirts episode with 20 or 30 other people in your life. Once again, not trying to change people, not trying to fix people. But if you feel like this episode could benefit, for, to benefit them in, in any way, please share it with them. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Okay, okay, here we are. We've arrived at, at the end of another beautiful episode. Again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, call to action is simple, man. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe right now. Uh, share it with a one family member, loved one, or maybe one of your neighbors, a coworker, someone you care about. Just this episode, share it with them. Also, remember to get to gain access to subscriber only episodes. You must have a monthly subscription. Okay, as I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, we must go together. And remember that Jesus, man, He is the truest and purest love of your soul. I care about you. Okay, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz. You know, Happy Hanukkah. I care about you. Got you got questions, comments, man, shoot me a text on the text line at uh, 254-856-3298. Thank you.